Hello and welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast, the show that empowers you to wake up to your full potential and achieve your biggest goals and dreams. I am your host, Hal Elrod, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies to take your life to the next level, as well as interview world-class experts and entrepreneurs who have achieved extraordinary goals themselves, and we ask them to give you a peek behind the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Ready? Here we go. Goal Achievers, welcome to the Achieve Your Goals podcast. Uh, This is Hal Elrod. I am under the uh, weather right now, but uh, it hits me every time. This last year, it was the same thing in January, but I got over a lot better this time, which is great. Um, I hope you're feeling well. And if you're not, uh, get lots of rest. I stayed in bed for two days. Lots of rest, and uh, I'm definitely feeling better. My, My fever broke and all that good stuff. But I want to record a podcast for you. So under the weather or not, we're making this happen. Oh, let's see. What what are we going to talk about today? No, I, I actually actually know. I want to talk to you about something I've mentioned over the last probably month or two or three. I don't know. My memory's my memory's so challenged. Uh, I often I'll might tell you something and you're like, yeah, dude, you just told us that like the last three episodes. Every time, every week, you tell us the same thing. I don't know. Can't remember them all unless I go listen to them again every time, but and then I forget. So, all right, those are my excuses. But I want to talk about manufacturing breakthroughs today. And what I mentioned, I've mentioned this over the last few months that I've been having, uh, taking time in the evening. You can call it my miracle evening. In fact, I've been thinking about this as, you know, as a, an upcoming book. It's been suggested for a long time, but I wasn't living a miracle evening. And uh, a few weeks or so ago, I did an episode called The Miracle Evening, I think, with a question mark. So I was like, this is kind of like an idea for a miracle evening. Uh, it's very new and it's fresh. But um, but the bottom line is, you know, the miracle morning allows you to start your day with intention, right? Starting your day with intention, putting yourself in a peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state. What I've been using the evening for is really, really looking at my life from a point of reflection. You could almost say that uh, actually, celebration and reflection. So at the beginning of the day, right, is that intention to put yourself in the peak physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual place so that you can optimize your day and really take action on all of your most important goals and dreams and all of the above, right? And the Miracle Morning does that really effectively. And what I ha- I didn't have is, you know, people would always say, what's your evening routine? I'm like, eh, I just like play with my kids until I'm exhausted. And then I fall fast asleep, right? Like that was my evening routine. And over the last few months, I've been taking time to really to meditate and journal in the evenings. And it's usually in my bedroom or in my bed. Um, I actually, will, you know, it's, it's not formal. It's not where I do my miracle morning, which is in my, like in our family room. But uh, the... That these evenings have, I've, I've had the most profound impacts and, uh, or breakthroughs, sorry. And it's been a result of asking questions, right? It's asking, it's asking brutally honest. And I don't love the word brutally honest. To me, it's more lovingly honest, right? Because if you're trying to improve yourself, right? I don't think that's brutal, but I understand where the expression brutal honesty comes from because to really love yourself sometimes, right? It takes that rough honesty like that that difficult to to hear that difficult to swallow you know being honest with yourself about what your disappointments are um disappointments in yourself in your life what uh, in the day what what are the areas where you're not 
living your full potential or you're settling uh, for less than you really want or less than you're capable of. And so I've been using the evenings to go a little deeper in, in that reflection process. Now, I also do a celebration process too. That's part of it, which is I, uh, I look over my day, I write in my five-minute journal, and I just like I, I just get really grateful. So I do that in the morning too. But at the end of the day, obviously, you're, you know, it's a great way to close out the day to look at everything that you did. And if you had a to-do list of 10 things and you did one, that's what you're going to celebrate, right? Like, think about this. The only thing standing in between us and the happiest life being like the most joyful human being on the planet, the only thing standing between you and a life of bliss, right? The only thing standing between all of us and joy and happiness and everything we could possibly want, at least in terms of our experience of life, I'm not talking about the material things that we might want to buy or achieve or that sort of thing. But in terms of our quality of life begins and ends with our mindset, with our emotional well-being. And so the only thing standing between us and being the happiest we could ever be is our mind, right? It's our, it's our brain. It's, it's what we think about. At the end of the day, if you had a to-do list of 10 things, right, for a kind of a simple example, and you did well, one of them, right, you'd probably feel really crappy about the other nine things that you didn't do. And you might beat yourself up and be like, oh man, I failed again. I'm such a loser. I've been dealing with that a lot over the last few months, dealing with a lot of challenges with productivity and being focused. And, you know, I attribute my chemo brain to that. I don't know if it's something else, but, but yeah, my cognitive challenges that I've spoken very openly of, like those really have caused a lot of problems. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes where I've been talking about this a little bit more openly, well, it's, it's a new thing for me. So it never was something to talk about before, but it's really weird. Your whole life, you don't have anxiety. And maybe you've dealt with that where your whole life, you're one way. And then you like wake up and you're like, wait, why do I have these weird issues? Why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? Like what, what's going on? Right. So I've really been navigating these waters of anxiety. And if you, if, by the way, if you, if anxiety is something that you deal with, it's totally new for me. So, you know, when you, when something, you have something new come up, it freaks you out. You're like, wait, this isn't me. What's going on? Right. But Mel Robbins, uh, has, has really, uh, been awesome about talking about her anxiety. And, and if you Google Mel Robbins anxiety, um, you can find some great videos, great training. Um, she's more of an expert, if you will. And I've been consulting her, her material. So yeah, so in terms of manufacturing these breakthroughs, I've had the biggest breakthroughs in 2018 because of this intentional evening process and breakthroughs around my kids and spending more time with them and my wife and the fact that she's my best friend and just things that like, you know, that I, it's one thing to, to get something intellectually, but we don't really get it until we get it emotionally, right? Like until we feel it. If you don't know what it feels like to be in someone else's shoes, for example, you can like imagine kind of, but you're like, I don't really know what that feels like. And same thing in our own lives. Like if we get something, someone tells them like, oh yeah, I, I, yeah that makes sense. I should eat healthier. Oh yeah, yeah I should probably not smoke anymore. Or, oh yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah, but I got it. Like I got it, but it's in one ear and out the other, right? It's until we get it emotionally. In fact, there's a story that I'll butcher I don't even know this is, I heard this probably 20 years ago from maybe Tony Robbins. I don't even remember who, but it was just a, a gentleman who had tried quitting smoking, tried quitting smoking, tried quitting smoking, tried quitting smoking because he knew intellectually that he should quit smoking. And uh, I don't even know if it's a real story or just kind of a made up anecdote, but th there's value in the lesson in the story. And uh, it is that he, uh, I believe it was his four-year-old daughter came in one day and she said, crying, like her eyes were all welled up and she said, daddy, I don't want you to die. Just out of the blue. And he goes, oh, sweetie come here. And he hugged her and he goes, why would you say that? I'm not going to die. And she said, daddy, I just saw a commercial on TV that said cigarettes kill you and you smoke cigarettes and I don't want you to die. 
and she like broke down crying. And all the years he had tried to quit smoking, um, all the, you know, I think he had done like hypnosis and all, you know, all different, uh, the patch and all different approaches. It took looking into his daughter's eyes and him to not get it intellectually. We all know our health is important, right? Intellectually. But for him to get it emotionally, to really get it. And once he got it emotionally, the potential consequence of his daily action that smoking a cigarette, you know, that he was taking for granted, the story goes that he never, you know, smoked another cigarette again. So the idea is that you've got to take things from your intellect and you've got to bring them into your emotional, you know, what's the word I'm even looking for, right? Your emotional well-being. Like you've got you've got to bring it into your emotions. And so I'm going to share with you some of the breakthroughs that I've had. Like some, I'm going to, I'm actually going to read you some of the breakthroughs that, because I write them down. I use an app, uh, called Google Keep in case you want to use that. It's, it's, it's basically my app for breakthroughs and, uh, it's, it's a great app for affirmations. And actually it's kind of this one of the same because I turn these breakthroughs into affirmations so that they stick, right? Which is a good little bonus tip. Anytime you have a realization or a breakthrough, don't just go, Oh yeah. And then expect yourself to remember it. Actually, maybe your memory is 100 times better than mine. So you're like, ah, hell, I'm going to remember it. But I think most of us, our memory is short-lived because we're, you know, we have so much stimulation and, uh, in today's world. And so you, know, you have one idea, one thought, one breakthrough, one goal. And then if it's not written down, not just written down, but written down and reviewed regularly, uh, it tends to fall by the wayside. And then you look back a year later at your affirmations or your notes, your breakthroughs, and you're like, oh, that's interesting. I forgot that I had totally committed to do that because I never reviewed what I wrote down and it totally fell by the wayside. I'm actually going to, I will do this with my the anxiety that I've been kind of struggling with or not kind of, I guess it's been, well, I, it's, it's weird. I feel like I figured it out. Like for the last couple of months, I've been struggling with this and, and I feel like I've kind of figured it out. And so I'm going to read, with, read you the, the breakthrough slash affirmation that I created around releasing my anxiety. So I found a picture on, I always, I like, I'm a very visual person. So I found a picture on Google images and it says anxiety uninstalling dot, dot, dot. And it's got a little picture of like a bar, like moving down, down, down. And that was a great visual to remind myself that I'm going to uninstall this anxiety that I've somehow picked up. And then here's how I've kind of talked through it. So if, I'm just reading this because if anxiety is something you struggle with at all, fear, nerves, you know, whatever, there's some different words that are kind of synonyms for anxiety. But um, I'm hoping you pick something up in this short uh, realization that I'll read to you. So my anxiety slash fear isn't real. It's self-created and can be overcome in an instant by simply changing my thinking and what I focus on. For example, I think what causes my anxiety is just a lack of clarity. It's not knowing exactly what I need to do and when I need to do it that causes me to feel overwhelmed and anxious. So the solution is simply making step-by-step plans and then taking everything one step at a time, one day at a time, I can do anything, including all of my biggest projects, one step at a time, one day at a time. I'm highly intelligent and any cognitive deficiencies I have, I just need to be at peace with and do the best with what I have, right? And that's such an important lesson for all of us. Like we need our anxiety or our, our resistance to the, the challenges that we have cause more problems usually than the challenges. Once we just, okay, I'm dealing with this. Okay, I feel this. Okay, what's the best I can do with this now? What's the best thing I can do today given my circumstances, right? Like I've been sick the last few days, right? So the best thing I do is rest, you know? 
And then I have uh, a few pointers here. I am in control over my anxiety. I am fearless by choice. I am happy. And then I, I went on to say, I can also use questions like, what can I do to be proactive about improving my cognitive abilities to be much more effective at solving my problems, accelerating my personal development, and making my life a lot easier and less stressful because I'll know how to solve my problems instead of lacking clarity and feeling hopeless or overwhelmed like I've been feeling lately, which by the way, doesn't even make sense because I know better. <laughs> it's in capital letters, K-N-O-E. I know better. What is wrong with you? But knowing better is something that I haven't been aware of because of my negative emotional state. And then I put, ooh, this is big. I haven't been accessing my full potential lately because I've been in a negative emotional state, feeling the anxiety, stress, fear, etc., which is caused by my challenges with chemo brain and has prevented me from thinking clearly and acting from that clarity. This is a powerful, life-changing breakthrough that will allow me to immediately, almost immediately get back to my old self because I'm in here. It's just that my fearful emotional state is causing anxiety, which is causing me to not be able to formulate thoughts, which is causing more anxiety and so on. It's a vicious, self-perpetuating cycle. Yeah, that's it. So I remember I said, whatever, and for you, it might not be anxiety. Maybe you're just not feeling happy, or maybe you're, I mean, it could be just stress, right? But just realize that the only thing standing between us and an optimal emotional state, and I say only, this is, of course, there's disclaimers in everything. I, I, you know, I'm not speaking about chemical imbalances. I'm not speaking about childhood trauma, right? But I'm speaking about general, right? General life. And even, I guess, you know, yeah, again, I don't want to speak on those topics because that's not my area of expertise. But the only thing standing between us, for the most part, and an optimal emotional state where we feel happy and grateful and joyful is our brain. It's what we're thinking about. It's what we're focused on. Typically, if you're feeling bad, it's because you're focusing on things that make you feel bad, right? If we're feeling good, we're focused on things that make us feel good. And both are equally realistic. But which you choose to focus on, right? Perpetually dwell on and focus on things that you know make you feel anxious or make you feel bad, right? Then you're going to feel that way. And for me, that's what I love about affirmations is affirmations are written statements. To me, it's a blueprint for your brain, right? It's literally like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm, you know, how I'm thinking, etc. I want to piggyback into another breakthrough that I had recently that, and again, I'll just read this to you again, and uh, or not again, because it's a new thing I'm reading, but the breakthrough, I titled it, it's time to reinvent myself. Here we go. I'll just read it along with you. Huge identity shifting breakthrough. I just realized that I'm living my life as a past version of myself from probably my early 20s. I've been stuck in the past, hanging on to the limiting beliefs I had about who I was back then. I need to let go of who I've been for the person I truly am and can become. Now is the time to own my greatness, and this is true for all of us, and let go of who I've been for who I truly am and even who I can become so that the true, new, and improved best version of me can emerge. I need to let go of the identity I've been hanging on to for way too long. And, and let me pause. Disclaimer. These are all written in kind of a stream of consciousness, right? I don't usually edit them. And so I just want to say that you know, if you're relating to this at all, it doesn't mean that you should completely let go of your identity. Like There are a lot of great parts of my identity from when I was a child and when I was in my teens and when I was in my 20s that like I still embody, right? Hopefully evolve. Hopefully I evolve those areas. Or improve those areas, right? But 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 it's not like I'm trying to get, throw everything out, you know, get rid of everything. Um, but I just realized that uh, some of the ways I viewed, you know, viewed myself in high school, right? Like those stick with us. The way you view yourself because of a situation at work where maybe you get embarrassed or whatever, and then you won't step up or speak up anymore because of that, right? So part of the you know these breakthroughs, right? You're asking questions. You're looking at 
what part of my past am I still hanging on to that doesn't serve me anymore? What belief from my past? What perspective from my past am I hanging on to? Are you hanging on to that doesn't serve you? And the beauty of this is realizing that you get to reprogram yourself. You get to change. You get to you do whatever you want, right? Again, use affirmations, call them declarations, call them whatever you want, call it psychocybernetics, but utilizing written statements that articulate who you are committed to being, whatever parts of your past, present, or future you need to bring into that vision, that written, I shouldn't say vision, I like written statement a lot better because that's what it is. And then you read that every day. And you read it every day and you become what you focus on, right? And so it's amazing how when I first did my first affirmation 15 something years, what was it, 2008? I don't know, 10 years ago. It was about overcoming my bad memory from my brain damage from my car accident. And I read it for about a month and then all of a sudden my memory started to improve. And it was like, that was where I fell in love with affirmations. I was like, whoa. And it improved without me realizing it. Meaning it was when a normal question that somebody would ask somebody, which is, hey, will you remember to call me tomorrow? I didn't have uh, anything to write anything down with. And normally I would say, no, I have brain damage. I have a bad memory. I can't, you know, but can you remind me or text me or whatever? And after I'd done affirmations every day of my memory for a month or maybe three weeks, it was actually my, my best buddy, uh, one of my best friends in the whole world, Jeremy Caton. And, uh, who's here visiting right now. He's in the other room. But uh, anyway, he asked me uh, if I would call him the next day. And I said, sure, what time? And he said, you know, 8 a.m. whatever. I said, no problem. I hung up the phone. And I, I started to go about my business. And then I went, whoa, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My instinct was that my memory is good enough to remember to call him the next day. And I, and I believe it. And I felt it. And I, right? and I remembered the next day. And that was when I realized, wow, we can literally reprogram our brains. And depending on how deep-seated an issue is or a belief or a fear or you know, a cause of anxiety, it may take you longer than a month or maybe shorter, right? I also think that it has a lot to do with the intensity the, the, like, of your belief that what you're saying is the ultimate truth. And for me, if I were to say, I have a great memory, if I were to affirm that, I wouldn't have believed that because I I'm like, dude, I have a bad memory and it's, you know, because I have brain damage. Like, so back then when I was writing the affirmation, I crafted it in a way where I could believe it and it would move me toward having a great memory. So let me give you an example. So, or I'll use this as the example. But instead of saying, I have a great memory, or if you want to, whatever area, you know, when you're writing affirmations, when you're reprogramming yourself, if you will, whatever area of your life you're focusing on, don't oppose it. Right? Don't say, I am blank. If you don't believe you are blank, say, I am committed to becoming blank, or I'm committed to achieving blank, or I'm committed to doing blank, right? Like, don't try to state it as if it were already true, because it's, if it's not yet true, then you're going to fight that lie. State your affirmations, your reprogramming, if you will, based on what you're committed to achieving. And you can, you know, you can get as like, I, I think that in my affirmation way back then, I said something like, I'm committed to having the best memory I've ever had, even better than it was before my accident. And every day I will focus on remembering things that right now I may not believe I can remember, right? So, so it was like, it was rooted in action. It was based in truth. It wasn't lying, saying, oh, I have a great memory when I don't, right? Or didn't. So anyway, so that's, uh, there's a little bit of backstory on how affirmations came to be. Um, all right. I need to let go of the identity I've been hanging on for to way on, on to for way too long. I need to listen to all my own teaching, such as I am limitless. To make this become more of a 
more than just a short-lived breakthrough, but something that becomes a permanent fixture that significantly improves my results and un- ultimately my emotional health and overall quality of my life. I must add bedtime meditation and affirmations to intentionally design my ideal mental and emotional operating system and choose the qualities of my highest and best self, which can be different at any given time depending on what my circumstances are and what area I'm focused on at that time. I'm talking about qualities such as rock-solid confidence, consistent work ethic, heartfelt empathy for all people, etc. So that was the breakthrough around realizing that I was still hanging on to limiting beliefs from when I was younger, right? And so um, might that be true for you? Might that be true for you? And I want to close this episode out with uh, this, and it's the new me. And this is what I would encourage. This is the activity I would encourage all of you to do. Obviously, there's been a lot of activities sprinkled throughout here in terms of doing the evening affirmations and you know meditation and, and that sort of thing. But a specific activity is uh, create an affirmation for yourself called the new me. And you can name, of course, you know, of course, this is all loose. You, you have flexibility to do whatever you want here. But uh, this is how I did it and was throwing this out there. So I put the new, and I did this for 2019, the new me dot, dot, dot. And then I listed, so far there's nine, and it's an ongoing document. My affirmations always are. Um, it's an ongoing document. But I put the new me dot, dot, dot. And then I'll just, I'll read through these so you have some examples to do this on your own. Number one, takes time to set and review my goals daily. Um, that's something that I've gotten away from, you know. I think that uh, as you go on, sometimes you forget the fundamentals, you know. As you get older, as you move through different, you know, levels of success, and you kind of go, oh, you forget what got you there, right? And so for me, I had kind of um, my goals were kind of. I mean, there there were always things I was working on, but I wasn't reviewing them every day. I didn't have a rock solid plan for each of them. It was kind of like, oh yeah, I'll work on that. I'll work on it. It was a little bit loosey goosey, right? Um, and by the way, there's a cool app that I found called the Goal Wizard. It's by, uh, or Goals Wizard, something like that. It's by Brian Tracy. So if you search in the app store for Goals Wizard, I'm sure you'll find it. It's a really cool app for goals. I'm, I'm pretty impressed with it. So if you like to use apps for your goals, um, check that out. Uh, number two, the, t- the new me takes time to plan, track, and reflect on my progress. Yes, goal achievers, the old me did not do that very well. Meaning uh, the planning was kind of haphazard. Uh, the tracking was non-existent. And the reflection is something that only in the last few months I've really started to uh, to get better at. So the new me is committed to that. The new me follows a weekly promotions and marketing calendar to consistently make offers to our community in the spirit of service and that also generate revenue slash profit. So I don't know if you know this about me, you might know it, but um, I've got uh, my background's in sales, but I've got a real challenge with um, selling stuff to our community. And... Uh, and it doesn't make sense. I logically, right? So I get it logically. Logically, I understand that. Hey, well, if people want to purchase something that adds value to their life, that's you're doing them a service. And if you offer something and they don't want to purchase it, they won't. So no harm, no foul, right? So I know that. But at the same time, I have this weird insecurity of like, oh, they're going to think I just want to sell to them, and that's not my purpose. That's not the blah 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 blah. So now I figured, hey, if I have it, it goes back to what I was saying about the anxiety, right? Which is the lack of clarity. If you don't have clarity on what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, then you get in your head too much. But if you literally wake up every day, and this is for me, my, my day is scheduled from when I wake up until I go to bed, like every hour. The only time is like family time is just, it's not specific because we can do whatever we want. Um, but right, I've got like hour by hour. This hour, I'm working on the Miracle Morning movie. This hour, I'm working on the new Miracle Equation book. This hour, I'm doing my high priority to-do list. This hour, I am answering emails. This hour, 
Um, I've got an interview. This out, right? Like, so my day is, so that helps me. I think without that, I'd just go through the day and get nothing done. But the whole idea of the promotions and marketing calendar is the idea that, uh, if I just know what I'm supposed to do every week and what I'm supposed to promote and offer or share that, then it's easy. I just go do it. Right. And that kind of takes away the fear or anxiety. So, uh, number four, the new me believes I am a details person and simply slows down and takes the time to plan and review important details. So that's a limiting belief of mine um, that I'm not a details person. Uh, and it might be a true, yeah. there may be truth to it, I'm sure. Um, and I don't want to become a like hardcore details person where I'm, I'm caught up in all the details, right? Like I think it's important to have a team, especially as you, as you grow a business and you have a lot of different facets to the business, right? We've got the live events and the books and the book series. And, you know, so I've got partners that help with that. Um, Honoré Quarter and uh, in the book series and John Berghoff and all of our live events. Tiffany Swinehart, who runs, you know, helps me run day to day operations at Hal Elworth International and Miracle Morning. Um, but, uh, but anyway, but any look at that's when you're asking questions and going through breakthroughs, right? Manufacturing your own breakthroughs, ask yourself what, what's something that, what's a limit that you're placing on yourself? And there might be, you know, more than one. I'm sure there's more than one. There's one or five or 10 or whatever, right? But what are the, any limits that you're putting on yourself that are, uh, that are just that? They're limits that you are putting on yourself, right? And, and what would happen if you shifted your belief and the dialogue that you had in your head and on paper and your affirmations around uh, who you are and what you're capable of? Number five, I put the new me has no issue with anxiety or fear, but is in complete control of both. Number six, the new me does 20 to 30 minutes of cardio every day to expand my physical endurance. Um, yeah, that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> Number seven, the new me dedicates time to learning how to become a business genius so that I can run, lead, and grow a successful enterprise and be the leader that Tiffany and all of my partners and even my future employees deserve. Um, so that's just me taking time and reading every day on business. Uh, number eight, new me is frugal and lives below my means, spending less so that I can save more. And number nine, the new me loves myself and acknowledges myself through a healthy sense of pride for the impact I've made and in, 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 in committed to continuing to make. And I'm glad I ended that with a really smooth uh, sign off. So that's it, you guys and gals. We could, I could keep talking, I could keep going, but the whole point of this episode was to give you a little peek behind the curtain on this whole manufacturing breakthroughs process that I've, you know, that I've just been, it's just being intentional in the same way that you're intentional about your morning, right? And by the way, you can do this during your miracle morning. You don't have to do it at night. You can do it, you know, do whatever you want. Um, this will be part of your miracle morning. It'd be part of uh, just your affirmations, right? Um, for me, what ends up happening is in the evening is, I don't know if it's the mental space, but is when I come up with these. And then in the morning, I read what I, the breakthrough that I wrote in my Google Keep app. And, uh, and then I, you know, will edit it and transition it into a, um, affirmation, um, that sort of thing. Um, yeah. So, and I just wanted to encourage you to do the same. And a great way to do it is a schedule time. So here's a good, here's kind of some actions, scheduling time to manufacture breakthroughs, right? And you don't need to call it manufacturing breakthroughs. That's just the term that came to me. Um, it could be just your reflection, right? Uh, just reflection and, progress or reflection and awareness, you know, just, just taking that time to ask yourself very pointed, honest questions. We often go through life kind of numb and we just kind of wake up and just do the same things, right? We just kind of live the same day over and over. We eat the same things. We talk to the same people. We watch the same television programs. 
we read the same things, we listen to the same stations, right? Like we tend to just become these creatures of habit. And it's really important that we are always stopping and looking at how are our actions impacting us? How are our thoughts, how are your thoughts impacting you? If you have a habitual fear or a habitual anxiety, a persistent anxiety, right? Um, or any stress, like look at how are you thinking about those things? And then use written statements, affirmations, call them whatever you want, call them affirmations, but use written affirmations to design your programming. And, uh, you know, obviously the new year is a great time to upgrade everything, right? To revisit, reflect, et cetera. But here's what I would encourage you to do is don't make it a once a year event. Make sure you schedule time. It doesn't be every day, right? It can be once a week where you spend an hour on Friday mornings or Friday evenings or Sunday morning, whatever, it doesn't matter. And, but pick a time and, and spend an hour every week to reflect, to, you know, contemplate and to break through. And then schedule the actions that will make that breakthrough lasting. And sometimes the breakthrough, if it's mental, there's no action other than just reading the affirmations consistently enough and long enough that it will reprogram your mind, right? It will reprogram your beliefs. It will reprogram your emotional well-being. And realize that you are in control of your life, starting with your mind and what you think about and what you focus on. That's what creates your internal and your emotional quality of life. So I encourage you to schedule time to make some breakthroughs for yourself, ask yourself some pointed questions. Um, and, uh, and then again, I, I gave you that challenge of if you want to, you know, for 2019, I, I, my invitation for you is to create a the new me dot 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 document. And, and, and this is should be an ongoing document. And as you have breakthroughs, right? So start, create some time for those breakthroughs. Maybe you had some over the new year, right? Create this new me document and then just read it every day and live into it and become what you design in writing in your real life. I think that's it for today, guys and gals, goal achievers. Oh, I made it through. I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, I'm so sick. But you guys, you, you inter- just talking to you energizes me. So thank you for being a member of the goal achievers. Thank you for being a member of the Miracle Morning community. Uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And uh, either I will talk to you next week or I, I think I'm going to have a guest between now and then. I'm not sure. I'm not looking at the schedule. But either way, it'll be great. I hope it adds a lot of value to your life. Uh, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Achieve Your Goals podcast and to get access to today's show notes, transcript, and exclusive content from Hal Elrod, visit halelrod.com forward slash podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Achieve Your Goals podcast. 